Hey, friends. Professor Ben Charlock here, wishing you all well during these trying times. I know we're all slowly losing our entire minds under self-imposed quarantine, muttering softly to ourselves as we absently shuffle from one room to the next, trying to remember what outside looks like. So why not be comfortable while we're at it? That endless shuffling takes a mighty toll on your feet, which is why I recommend a pair of the most comfortable slippers in the world from our sponsor, Kurgis. Kurgis are handmade, 100% wool felt slippers crafted by the wonderful women of Kyrgyzstan. Slip on a pair of these slippers, and you'll be so cozy you won't even need a government order to stay home. And as listeners of I Learned Nothing, you get to use our promo code NOTHING in all caps for 15% off your purchase as many times as you'd like. Just type it in at checkout when you visit kurgis.com. That's K-Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com. Treat your feet to something sweet while doing your part to fight this dreadful pestilence. Remember, just enter our code NOTHING in all caps for 15% off when you purchase from kurgis.com. K-Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com. See you on the other side, my friends. International. my goodness hello folks hey uh i'm not talking to you uh welcome one and all to episode 124 of i learn nothing a philosophy podcast for idiots uh my name is benjamin x cholock uh i am the uh uh embodiment of dynamite at princeton university the hell? and i'm here with my fuse <laughs> what's up <laughs> patrick John Dean. You know, I'm say hello, bitch. Hello. I'm assuming that has someone to do with what we're talking about. Otherwise, you're just a crazy person. Yeah, well, we're gonna talk about a crazy person. Uh, so you someone... might not know this. <laughs> ben literally works at Princeton University. Yeah. Ben is the. Uh, I'm a professor there. Yeah. The head of being cool. <laughs> I, I trick them. <laughs> uh, it was the only Ivy League school I could fucking work at because, of course, it's in New Jersey, so it's the worst one. Sure. Um, but uh, folks, today, uh, happy to announce we have a guest. Uh, Our first dad. Oh, we've had really? several guests on the show. We've never had a dad. Lando Shepard. How the hell are you, sir? I'm great, and I'm black. That's great. Man. And he's black, Ben. That's true. Did you know? A black yeah. dad. Our first black, black dad. Black dad, man. Active parent. That's cool, man. Hell yeah. Nice. Breaking down walls. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks golf, for coming, man. Big round of applause for dads. <laughs> um, well, do you yeah. think you'd be a good dad, Ben, or do you think you'd be horrible at it? I would try my best, but I'd be horrible at Here's it. Here's the deal. I think we've talked about this. I think I would try my best, and but I don't think I'd be very good at it. Yeah, no. We, we both I think know that. that I would, I would try so hard and fuck everything up. And just on, on like the day of my daughter's wedding, I'd be like, hey, man, I am so sorry. I She's just... not going to survive to her wedding day. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that's comforting. So I'll... So <laughs> so at my dead daughter's funeral, I will go. <laughs> Look, I tried my daughter's hard. funeral. Yeah. Now, oh, what can you do? Lando, how the H are you today? 
I'm How's great, life man. You? I'm breathing, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that is good. I'm breathing, but like heavy breathing. Yeah, that's not good. No, it's not. It actually is uh, indicative of a, a poor uh, health lifestyle. But Ben, what about you? How are you today? I'm actually good. Good. So yeah. we're all good. I'm rested. Uh, I'm I'm full of food. I've been writing some. So tomorrow we're doing a Spite Club. Yeah, at uh, the Velveeta Room <laughs> in beautiful Austin, Texas, five two one East Sixth Street, seven eight seven zero one. Thirty two uh, years of live and center stand up comedy. Did you say three two years? I, I, think, I think you I said, said three two years. I've been drinking. <laughs> so I uh, yeah, I've just been writing mean jokes about all my friends today. Yeah, I. I... <laughs> I bet. The most hurtful show in Austin. It's a hurtful <laughs> show. It is uh, definitely a show that uh, only comes around every three and a half years because of the hurt feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you need time for people to forget. Sure. Have you ever been to a Spy Club? Lando? No, I haven't, man. No. This will be my first. Are you, yeah. Are, who's going up? Are, it is Pat Soroy's first Hunter Duncan. I wrote a joke about Lando. Okay. All right. I would love to hear that. <laughs> tomorrow night, you're in you're in arm reach tonight, so I don't want to hear it. Sure. Now. But but tomorrow I'm behind the bar, so yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. Well, so you're a coward then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Ben, you know it's it's. Lando's it's, gonna hear the joke and then try and then fight you, and then you're just gonna give his your lily white punches. <laughs> oh yeah. Earlier yeah. we were talking about punching, and you referred to my punches as as lily punches. What that word? Yeah. Is. Real soft. Sure. Well, you know, some people punch with anger. I punch with softness. It's just a thing that I do. You punch with love. Sure. See, thank you. I've been telling people the this love punch. for That's decades. Love punch. I'm like, Ben, I'm punching you in the stomach after we ate a big dinner because I love you. And Ben's vomiting. It's a whole thing. Ben, what the? I'd be so mad at you if you did that. Yeah, can you imagine? What are we learning about? You're I would, teaching... like, run you over with my car. For what? <laughs> For doing that. I'm your friend. I'd be like, you're going to punch me? I'm going to use my car. Oh, yeah. I'm going to punch you with my car. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Yeah. What are we learning about, you son of a bitch? All right, well, we're... Dipping... I promised Lando a, a podcast experience where we're going to learn everything there is to learn about anything. Well, we're not going to cover everything. Well, then, or literally anything. But I mean, lied to this. Gentleman. We're actually c- covering someone we've already talked about, but I had to bring him up again. He's uh, uh, the triple threat. Um, but I just, what? I just read his autobiography, which um, I didn't really know he wrote until kind of recently. It's also very short and very, very fucking hilarious. Just like you. Just like me. Okay, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I am very short and hilarious. hilarious. Thank you. So it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so who are we learning about today, Bin? Uh, our, our boy Freddie again. We're talking about Freddie. Freddie Nietzsche. Oh fuck! Really? Our boy. Yeah. You know this Nietzsche guy? Yeah. He's a fucking a, a real bummer, but he's he's got some interesting. Quotes. I don't think he's that much of a bummer. I think that's a misconception. Another so? big misconception, Lando, is that he's a Nazi. He's not. Okay. All right. I want to hear more. As as we were driving over, I I told Lando, I I guarantee you, Ben's going to talk about a Nazi. (laughs) Okay. There's a weird thing with German Nazis and philosophy. It seems like they are uh, well. Essentially, walk hand in hand. To be honest with you, I really like a lot of um, Adolf Hitler's quotes. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like that, uh, <laughs> what my favorite Hitler quote ever is when at one point it was like 545 in the afternoon uh-huh. and okay. he was like, what the hell? And they go, you know, dinner's running late. And he goes, look, when you got to eat, you got to eat uh, Hitler. He said that he said, if you got to eat, you got to eat. Uh, I know my favorite. Hitler I believe quote. he was also the first person to go. Um, check, please. No, he wasn't. You keep saying that about everybody. Was he not? <laughs> well, I, I, I thought I read that. 
It, my favorite Hitler quote is, uh, who's a good boy? Because he was... Uh, <laughs> He's a noted dog lover. He had a dog. Yeah. yeah. Dog. <laughs> I guess I I got the only real Adolf Hitler quote, <laughs> and it was um, "Obstacles are made to be conquered." Huh? Did he say that? That was yeah. Adolf Hitler. Well, let's. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about <laughs> Ben. Are we wrong? About ben, quotes? are we wrong about Hitler? Well. Cause no, because I, I think he's not a good person. But I guess he's Lando not. Loves him. He's not a good person. Well, he said something his, cool his, once. Yeah, <laughs> it was. He said I a mean, lot of his, cool shit. Like what? Like, let's kill all the Jews, you son of a bitch? That part wasn't so cool. Hey, let's do the Holocaust. <laughs> Adolf Hitler. The goal was wrong. Sure. Yeah, the goal was wrong. Yeah, I don't think should have done but that. But if you took all of that right there and you kind of use it in a positive thing, I mean, I, I can see it working, but the goal was just wrong. Sure. That's true. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that, that's, that's you overcoming a fallacy because fucking <laughs> a lot of people would say, well, that's a horrible quote because Hitler said it. Well, no, yeah. it's not. Well, you it's know, a, it's a fine quote. Yeah. It just sucks that Hitler happened to have said it. It's kind of like <laughs> our goal is to, you know, make people laugh, whereas his goal is the Holocaust. It was more than that. Yeah. He's actually just trying to copy us. <laughs> Did you know that? What do you mean? Uh, so Hitler's policy of Lebensraum, which is his... Uh, <laughs> What did you just say? Lebensraum. I don't like how much weird German you know. It really weirds here's me how, out. No, because as, as, as a Jew, you end up kind of having to study your enemy. Yeah. So you got to know a lot about it. Ben's greatest Lebensraum, enemy is Adolf Hitler. Achtung, Lebensraum, all right, is his policy. It literally means like, like living space. It was his plan to basically annihilate everyone uh, east of Germany, like all the Slavs, all the wow. Russians, all the Poles, all of them. Just have German people move into that area. Okay. Guess where he got the idea from? Oh no! <laughs> Can you guess? Los Estados Unidos. Yeah. Ay, cabrón. Manifest Destiny. He 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 cites Manifest Destiny in Mein Kampf. You know there is yeah. um there's a book. What is that called? The Yiddish Policeman's Union, and it's a uh, historical fiction, kind of speculative fiction. Sure. Uh, which I didn't know about this. I guess that one of the uh. Ultimately, um, that, abandoned yeah. plans uh -huh. uh, that we had during World War II before we actually entered it is to the the way that we would save all the people being persecuted by your boy Adolf Hitler. Yeah, is they would uh, they would take uh, the Jews from Europe and actually put them in the Alaskan territories. They weren't a state yet, so that was kind of a plan. Isn't that was that a real thing. Well, there's a lot of the like, coldest Jews that have ever lived. Well, no, no, they're colder Jews. <laughs> Wait, it's my jacket. Well, no. So uh, Stalin tried to relocate all the Jews in the Soviet Union to this like one random place, like uh, in like, uh, what's it called? Like Eastern Russia, which is like right above Japan. Let me ask you this, Ben. He's going to move them all out there. Was Stalin <laughs> okay with the Jews or? I don't, I don't think he was like, overtly anti-semitic like i don't think he hated jews i think he just hated everybody oh, okay i don't think he gave but a shit what the difference was. i don't know a ton about that policy but you didn't have a policy about murdering murdering jews your grandfather no i mean he probably had a policy of murdering my grandfather but just because he like looked at them the wrong way sure. had nothing to do with it he could have been jewish catholic fucking atheist son of a bitch <laughs> Stalin just thought he was shifty. Sure. Well, I've met your grandfather, and he's very shifty. Well, yeah, he so hasn't Ben's learned grandfather English. has lived in this country longer than I've been in this country. Uh, okay. Still hasn't learned English. Uh, refuses to actually. Uh, and and in fact, if you if you actually speak English to him, he'll actually throw 
throw knives at you or whatever blunt object he has sitting around. That's true. He's <laughs> 91. Sure? Yeah, no. That's no, why he's throwing just, He'll just smile at he you politely. The store of David is you. Yes. No, <laughs> this is my Catholic you. grandfather. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So we're talking about this guy named Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, oh, and, right. Yeah. Um, some people, Some people have heard of him. Some people haven't. Uh, he is uh, an insane person. He died of syphilis uh, oh. after having sex in a brothel once when he was like 19 or something. <laughs> Caught up with him. So yeah. bad. <laughs> okay, so he wrote this autobiography weeks before he collapsed. Okay, so um, I've told Pat the story, but this guy basically, uh, he uh, was born in 1844 and he died in 1900. He uh, suffered from a lot of like illnesses, but... Um, one of the things that basically like led to his downfall, which is just funny to say downfall, uh, was um, he suffered this like mental collapse where he saw this guy beating a horse, like flogging a horse because it wasn't moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he tried to protect the horse uh, and like got in the way of the guy beating him. And then he just kind of collapsed. And then for the next like 12 years, he had to live with his sister and he was like a total invalid. But before that, he was probably one of the most brilliant philosophers in like the history of the world. And you've told us that. Uh, so I guess this guy's uh, philosophies are co-opted by uh, Nazis during uh, World War II. And you're saying that the reason that is is because of his sister, right? Yeah. OK. So the story, again, is is so his, his Claire Dean. <laughs> yeah. Claire Dean. Well, you know, my sister, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. My sister has a lot in common with this woman, I think. Yeah. So you're <laughs> because. You know, it's like my 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 sister sometimes. Much will, like your sister, this will, woman uh, easily co-opted her brother's <laughs> philosophy <laughs> to bolster up and like legitimize uh, like Nazi ideology. Hey, Claire, cut it out. Yeah, we're not impressed uh, by like horribly misinterpreting it. This guy uh, is accused of, of having some opinions that like make him look kind of Nazi-ish because he talks about things like the master race versus, versus the, the slave race. There's an Ubermensch who's like this guy who's like supposed to be like uh, the perfect human being who like kind of like Clark a super Kent. saiyan kind of. Oh, okay. okay. Like a um, super saiyan. Kind of like a super saiyan. That's what I imagine, He's basically honestly. basically a super saiyan. Well, cause he, it, he, I guess he kind of is, right? Yeah, a little bit. But And so the Nazis basically like interpreted this to mean like you know, the Aryan race or the white race or whatever. Okay. This guy was actually, in his writings, he says it several times, that he actually hates Germans. He thinks Germans are actually the worst race. Wow. Um, and he's he admires the... I mean, I don't... No, I don't really have an opinion. Um, but uh, he, like, admires the Jews. He is, like, against nationalism. He, he kind of uh, renounced fascism before it was even a thing. But because he was, you know basically mentally handicapped kind of collapsed from this disease like most people think it was syphilis so his like brain was rotting yeah. uh his sister took advantage of that state and like heavily edited his writings to make it look like he was more of a nazi than he was so uh, again this is what claire dean does to me because uh, yeah. you know i was suffering from syphilis a couple of years ago <laughs> and uh i was just kind of writing some how again did you, I'll how own did up. you get your case uh through the, the mail order so mail or ha- syphilis. Mail or syphilis. So what happened was, and look, <laughs> like, Ben, I'll admit it. Like anthrax. Is it? Ben, yeah. I'll admit it. I was writing some wild shit. That's the least but, fun way to get syphilis. What? By the way, the mail? mail order. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be, I would be unbelievably angry <laughs> if I got syphilis from the mail. I would. I would be pretty pissed. Well, it'd be weird if you were angry when you ordered it. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you got what you wanted. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point, I guess. So I guess the point <clears throat> that I'm trying to make here, Ben, the point that I'm strenuously trying to make is that, uh, you know, my sister has taken, my sister Claire Dean has yeah. taken a lot of my well, writings. You were saying her entire name. That's, well, he does it all the time. It's, it's, He's not, done her, it several it's times. not her legal name right now. But also... Claire Dean Sinclair, yeah. That's her legal name. <laughs> so Claire uh, has been doing a lot of wild shit for the past few years yeah. with my writings, where what will happen is... <laughs> Which I like that you have writings. Yeah, I have writings. <laughs> about, yeah. like... I'm on Twitter. About, about master morality and slave morality. Yeah, and I'm and... trying to say it sucks, but she's <laughs> trying to say it rules. It's a... Claire, you got a lot of growing up to do. Uh, no, I don't think either of you have any growing up to do. You should just stop. Oh. <laughs> you should stop writing. Okay. Yeah, I probably should. I mean, I think it, his it, writings it, is more on like why two what two ply toilet paper is best. Sure. That's what I think it is. Well, I have a yeah, lot of a thoughts about journey. about the different plied toilet papers, which again, my sister has taken and somehow turned into white nationalism. I don't really get yeah. it because I'm just like. Hey, get get the single ply, and she's yeah. like. But you're trying to turn it into wipe nationalism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. No, that's, <laughs> that's high five. Fuck it. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. My sister's not. I really, love forcing people to high my five. My sister's not really a Nazi, but if she was, it'd be so funny. Yeah. She's so nice. <laughs> oh, she's very sweet. <laughs> she's so smart. If she was a smart, nice Nazi. I mean, that was there were some nice Nazis. Like who? I think. Oh well, oh, this <laughs> is know. interesting, Lando. We're <laughs> learning a little bit about our friends. Because well, what does it mean to be nice? I mean, like nice isn't something to be proud of all the time. What do you mean? It's not. It's not great to be nice. You don't it's think like, so? Yeah, it's yeah. the default position. Anyone can be nice. Well, this yeah. this explains a lot about your personality. <laughs> Being nice is why some people are walking around funky right now because nobody has the balls enough there you to go. say, "Take a shower, you stinky bastard." Yeah, cover your mouth when you cough. Lando, for God's sake, Lando was obsessed <laughs> with bathing. Yeah, I see Lando before, before the coronavirus. Sure, I have been harping on for years. You've been doing ass. this. Well, that's Lando. Every <laughs> once in a while, I don't think you can be weird about that. That's I totally, feel like I every that. five days I log on Facebook and I see a, a status update from our friend Lando, just being like, "Take a shower, idiot." It's like yeah. you're like obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, that that kind of sounds like you're running into a lot of people who are not. Well, he does I comedy, know. so yeah, I run into a lot of people. <laughs> people like you and me, Ben. Matt, told I bathe me all the other time. night when I was in at, at the club. He said, "Man, you smell amazing." I said, "Yeah, man, I do this thing called uh, bathe." Yeah. <laughs> do you wear cologne? Yeah. I, th- I thought I kind of thought so because Lando your... does smell amazing. Lando. Here, here, the thing about me and Lando that we have in common is that oh, shit. Lando is uh, probably the best smelling male comic in town. Okay. And I'm the most well rested. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben, you're just uh, the coolest. Yeah. Well, thanks. But that, okay. <laughs> but, well, how is that what you have in common? Those are two different things. Yeah. It's two different sides of the spectrum. Hmm. What's yeah. up with this Nietzsche dude, man? Yeah, let's talk about Nietzsche. Okay. Fuck what so, Pat talking about. What's going on with Nietzsche? Well, I have thoughts. Okay, so with the, I know, but they're usually yeah meandering and pointless. Um, thank you, Lando. Uh, we can get back to the fucking topic. Pointless, more like real cool. All right, look, we've talked about this guy a few times before. He is he's your number one. He's no, he's not my number one. He's oh, my he number. No, he's tied at number two. Oh wow, top five. Yeah, we talked or, about top this. five dead or alive. Who, who, who are your top alive. five philosophers, Ben? Dead or alive? 
Oh man, um, that would take a second. Let me think about it while I'm talking about it. Yeah, th- well, tell us later. Yeah, we'll do. I'll do it at the end of the episode. I'll give my top five because I got my answers. I bet. I. All right, I'd love to hear that. All right, fine. Dial on, dial on. <laughs> <laughs> Your philosophers are old pastors. That's what they are. <laughs> oh, I thought he was a philosopher. No, he's actually a pastor. Yeah, no. he's, a, he's my priest. He's my priest. <laughs> I've told him all my secrets, and now I feel really awkward when I see him. Yeah, now he knows a lot about you. <laughs> you ever? Uh, you're not. Uh, you're not Catholic, are you? No, I'm not. So uh, there's this weird thing where you do confession or whatever, and you just tell this guy all the horrible things you've done or thought, mm-hmm. and then you just see him out and about, and you're like. Hey. Yeah, but you know what? They're not allowed to tell the cops. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, you, yeah one you thing can... that they tell you um, in psychology is that if you go see a shrink, make sure that that shrink has a shrink or that person, yeah, is, or yeah, that yeah, person yeah. is meditating yep. or has some type of outlet or else he's going to rape little kids. Probably. Whoa. <laughs> that, that is probably the logical <laughs> ending to that. Yeah. No, every uh, the last therapist <laughs> I had that I got along very well with. Yeah, she had a she had a therapist, and we talk about it sometimes. Well, what happened? Why'd you stop seeing her? Because she had to stop taking patients because she had to study for some kind of test. It mm. sounds like a lie. It sounds like she's a liar. Yeah. I mean, she might be. <laughs> I, I doubt it, but she might. Accusing be. this woman. All right. So Nietzsche. My name he... is Veronica. Okay. Are you allowed to say that? I guess you are allowed to say. I honestly names. don't know her last name. Yeah. His name dropping. Yeah, everybody. This is her first name. Give me therapist. Is, it, is it Christina's city? dog? Is it just Christina's yeah, dog? Yeah, Christina's dog. <laughs> I talked to her dog. <laughs> well, she, that that dog is probably doing a lot more therapy for people yeah. <laughs> than any actual it's a twisted dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of someone who could have used a fucking therapist, uh, Nietzsche. So he's an interesting guy. He um. Is he? Yeah. A lot. So uh, primarily what I wanted to talk about on this episode was this autobiography that he wrote. Okay. It's called uh, Ecce Homo. Okay. That is a thin-ass book. It's a thin-ass book. I feel like there should be a... a, 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 What? I feel like there should be a comma in between those words. (laughs) Ecce Homo. Um, Do you know what Ecce Homo means? Yes, I know what it means. What does it mean? (laughs) You don't. (laughs) It's a it's a word that you and I used to say in the nineties a lot. <laughs> okay. Before we're not allowed to say anymore. I mean I, I no comment on that. So Ecce Homo is Latin for behold the man or behold this man, which is what Pontius Pilate said uh to the crowd of Jews about to condemn uh Jesus, right? Oh right in the town square. Right? He brings them Pilate. out and he says, Ecce Homo, behold the man. Okay. What do you make of what do you make of uh I have I have a question for you, Ben. Ben and I are both uh, Catholic. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know how you were raised exactly, but uh, the point that I'm trying to make is that what do you make about Pontius Pilate and his role? Do you think he's in hell? Oh, f- yes. Dante but, put him there, too. But but do you think Didn't his that... his wife tell him something? His wife did tell him something, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but you don't I think, think that he was kind of part of uh, some sort of plot? On on what part? On whose part? God. No, his his wife told him not to do it, but the people pressured. Yeah, because they, like, they, yeah. like, they were like they were like because they were like his wife. Yeah. Well, I was raised. Uh, you guys are Catholic. I was raised uh, Pentecostal, which is so uh, you know the Bible better. Yeah, <laughs> you actually have read yeah. it. <laughs> As opposed to us, we just yeah. nod we, and go. We I guess pro- we were Protestants. If you want to be you know, sure, 
No, yeah, which is good. I mean, like that's yeah. You guys like read what the Bible. We Catholic- just hired a bunch of Italians to like interpret it for yeah, us. Yeah, Catholics. We I, I don't know if you know this. Catholics don't really read the Bible a lot. The Catholics are mostly it's like the priest telling what's in there, and he goes, "This is the word of the Lord," and then everyone in attendance goes, "I guess." Yeah, sure. It's, it's all in Latin. We don't we know. Believe him, right? Sure. We don't know how to read. Yeah. Why would he lie to us? <laughs> why would the Catholic Church lie about anything? Yeah. Why would they ever cover anything yeah. up? <laughs> um. <laughs> Look at all the gold that they have. Um, okay, so, uh, so Nietzsche. I don't know if you're. Are you um, like religious still, or, or, or yeah, I, you I are practice? Yeah. Okay, so uh, a little thing about this guy Nietzsche. He hated Christianity. Mm-hmm. Fucking hated it. Uh, he writes in this book that he doesn't hate Christians, but he just doesn't like the religion. And we're uh, not- I thought that's what um, uh, the Buddhist guy said. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that. Uh, you're, yeah, he said that. Uh, um, what was it? Yeah, I love your Christ. I just I, don't like yeah. your Christians. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but like who Christians. Christians. I, said that? I forget who said it. It was yeah. goddamn um, that fucking what's his name? Indian, Indian gentleman. Gandhi. Or oh, Gandhi. Gandhi. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Gandhi. He did say that. Um, yeah, yeah but I him? mean, he was a fucking kid toucher, so fuck him. Um, well, but. <laughs> This Nietzsche guy doesn't seem like he's uh, not too far from him. But. No, no. Nietzsche is a sexless creature. Nietzsche kind of sucks a little bit. So okay. it, we can talk about this, too. So it's his autobiography he also talks about it's this. It's called no to, Say No to Fucking. That's no, no, no. The autobiography. No, he was a, he was a fucking... Uh, he wasn't like a nice guy kind of dude, but he, uh, he he had to pay for it, basically. <laughs> oh, 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 he's a yeah. bad dean. Yeah. Um, he's a bad dean of philosophy. A little, yeah, sure. We'll talk, yeah, we'll say that. Um, he, uh, there's this one woman named uh, uh, Louise Salome, who was this uh, woman who he was like head over heels, absolutely in love with, and proposed to her three different times. <laughs> she kept saying no. God, that's so rough. <laughs> it's so rough to hear that. So he is. He wasn't. He wasn't. Do you know that- a huge. He's not. He's not slaying puss. He's not. He's not batting a thousand exactly. Okay, you so know Benny Hill. The great comedian Benny Hill uh, asked three different women to marry him, and they all said no. Well, that sucks too. It made me so sad to read about that. <laughs> where you just go, "Fuck!" It does it sometimes for some of these guys, man. It doesn't matter how much money they have or how much success they have. Benny Hill, he wasn't ch- even that. He's not that ugly or anything. I mean, he's not like. Well, he's not a fucking Brad Pitt, but he's not. He's like... He's not a Ben Sholock. Well, no, I consider you a handsome man. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. That is making me so uncomfortable. But like <laughs> Benny Hill, okay, had millions of dollars, and the only thing he had going for him was he was funny. And they all said okay. no. He probably just didn't have that. What am I gonna do? You, you can whatever. Do we? we I don't have millions have to... of dollars. You can lick toes. Okay. Well, you know what. Heard that's that'll be my next big conquest. Yeah, how do you know that? Yeah, yeah well, because Lando hey, he's not tried it, so I mean, Lando and I have very similar yeah. body shapes and head shapes, which is kind of odd. But uh-huh. body shapes? Oh man, I really need to get in the gym. My body. Oh hold on. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, we don't. Yeah, man. Damn, man. <clears throat> um, I was just feeling good about myself. What's up with this dude Nietzsche, though, man? I want to. Okay. Him. Yeah. What's up? So a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. Come on, Ben. Uh, so he wrote this book called Ecce Homo. He's referencing obviously that line, right, of okay. uh, Pontius Pilate referencing Jesus, uh, and it's it's uh, like very much a 
uh, what's it called? Like, um, it's a dig, right? Because he doesn't really like Christianity, so it's a, it's a dig at that whole concept uh, of kind of like uh, ma- being irreverent towards the whole idea of like Jesus as this like, you know, pure person, right? And so he writes this autobiography, and he uh, talks about basically the the process of how he developed his philosophy, uh, what his influences are, what his like day to day routines are, shit like that. Um, and throughout the whole book, he's basically talking about how, uh, all of the books I've written, he's ri- he wrote like basically like something around like 10 to 15 books in the space of like 12 years, mm-hmm. um, that kind of shattered like Europe's conception of like, you know, what its culture should be. Uh, he came up with the phrase, I don't know if you've heard of this, God is dead. Have you heard of that phrase before? Mm-hmm. So Nietzsche says in this one book, uh, called gay science. <laughs> what is with this guy in his titles there's okay. something dude well i kind of love it because it's, yeah. it's 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 he's such a fucking troll he's a huge troll um and he uh uh in in, in the gay science he has this whole chapter talking about look it's this like fable kind of that he made up talking about this guy who you like said gay right i know that's what's funny about it uh he runs into like a town square and he says uh, i have horrible news i have horrible news god is dead and we have killed him uh, and you know, oh, okay, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm kind of remembering this. Yeah, and it's kind of a metaphor for like he's not like obviously he's not literally saying God is dead, but he's saying, uh, like the he's writing in like the 19th century, right? So like people are still very very entrenched in like traditional like Christian religion, and uh, most people believe in God. The good old days. The good old days. Uh, but he <laughs> he's well, yes and no, because he kind of hated the good old days. Because he hated how blindly people followed God. Like he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't like upset at people who like believed in God, as long as you like thought about it, like yeah, gave it some thought. You question it, uh, yeah. but that's not what people did. Most people just believe in God because that's what my fucking mom believed, and I go to church because like my parents took me there. And Pe- people you know, don't, people don't read. I mean, people don't it, read. If 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 it's something that you believe in, obviously you got to do the research. Where's the evidence at? Yeah. I mean, that's that, where your faith is built because of the evidence. So I can. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you, you, you come up with you come up with the reasons for your belief in a way, you know, like because if, if you just if you don't question your belief, it's not a belief. It's just a habit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a tradition. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's interesting because I feel like uh, oh God, Christians. <laughs> it's always I always I. I <laughs> Well, no, I actually have a real point to make. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, it's like you've cried wolf so many times. I cried wolf. <laughs> come on, man. What is, what is, yeah, I gotta hear this. Just get it. Just come on. Sack of shit. Just well, get it I, out. I, hold on. I feel like I feel like I, I, I feel like you. I got two doubting Thomases. I love it. Sometimes, I, like we don't have, we should have guests more often because that's the only time I get someone on my side. Wait a minute. <laughs> the point that I'm making. Everyone else can see can see what he's doing. <laughs> Oh, what? Trying to uh, have a, a humorous counterpoint? What is? Your... What was your point? My point, man, <laughs> if, you, if you must know, mm-hmm. is that I know in the uh, your father's tradition, the Jewish tradition, yeah. you're supposed to question what you learn. Sure, yeah. But I feel like in the Christian tradition, you're kind of not. Y- yes, it is. I can I can answer that question for you because there is. Well, I didn't a really have a question. It's more like a statement. Well, the sta- I can I can. <laughs> There's a question. The statement that you're making right now. Okay. What's Proceed. looked over? What's looked over a lot in in Christianity is the fact that in 
the book of Deuteronomy, it says, um, um, ask me and I will show you great and mighty things, things that you do not know. That's the, that's the actual scripture in there. Who said that? It is what the prophet is, is relaying the message from God saying that, ask me and I will show we you. We definitely great. didn't say ask me. <laughs> Bad. Okay. What? <laughs> The prophet is the is the, is the third person you some associates head motherfucker <laughs> you fucking dick. Well, no, I'm just you know I, I you know okay you're such a shit heel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they who, definitely didn't say that. They didn't say ask either. They fucking said something Jewy like Bethlehem, yeah. you know. The translation. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. Oh, oh, sorry. I care about the truth, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. I mean, you I don't mean, care about the truth at all. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, which prophet said that? Was that Moses, or was um, that one of the other guys? If it's if it's in Deuteronomy, yeah, it was written by Moses. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's supposed to be in the Torah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, Moses. Moses. Yeah. So the, I mean, the reason why the I bring that up too is because you said in, you know, the Jewish tradition, belief, there is yeah, yeah there is a, a tradition of questioning, and, and and that's in the Torah as well. So, you know, you're supposed to question. But then, but and I then, feel like Christians are, are taught to not do that. I feel like Christians are taught to go, "This is faith," so you just take it and you go, "Oh, okay," and you just move on. But do but do you? Yes and no. It's almost, I mean, a little. It's almost like growing up in my in my house. It would say. <laughs> You know the 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 black community would say, "Man, do as I do as I say, not as what I do." And it's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Sure, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. So then you do your own research and you find out the real shit. Yeah, I mean, well, and interesting. There's also, so I think, when the past, uh, not to cut you no, off. No, so no, when no, the pastor preaches, you know, don't question God. It's like get the fuck out of here, man. I mean, I can read just like you can read. You know, so yeah. I'm gonna search. I'm gonna search the Bible and see what the truth really is. See, being Catholic, you you are never taught to search the Bible. You are taught to why not? When you because have... what happens is 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 back in the day, like so. The the I I there's assume, a lot of reasons for that. <laughs> I assume the reason that they do that currently is that historically it's been Catholics have been uh, a, a thing where the priests can read. And the people who go to the church cannot. I'm talking about like the 1600s, 1500s, yeah. type of thing. So oh, you ha- longer than that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as I'm yeah. saying, I'm realizing that's probably like the 1300s, 1200s. So basically, you were taught that you're there. The priest is going to interpret it and tell you what it is because you can't read. So how could you possibly know it? But now, nowadays, most of us can read. But we're still sort nowadays, of taught that same thing. Is that like nowadays women in Islamic countries are, are, are oppressed not to read because if they knew how to read, they would understand that in the Sharia law that women have many rights. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck you. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, sorry. I know more. I know more about the Quran than you do. All right. <laughs> well, you probably do. <laughs> When's the last time I read the yeah, Quran? That does make sense. I, probably like when I was, I don't know, like 16. Oh, wow. I read it two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah? What are they called? What are the, what are the sections of the Quran called? <laughs> what? What are the sections of the Quran called? What are the chapters it's, called? Yeah, the chapters? Divided, they're divided yeah. into... Well, it depends on what language you're reading it in. No, it isn't. Actually, no, emphatically, no, it's not, because the Quran is... 
It's like it's super important that you only read it in Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of the point of the oh, fucking right. religion. They're called movements. No, they're called surahs. Yeah. That's bitch. what I said. <laughs> movements. <laughs> they're called sweets. Yeah. It's like Bach. They're called tracks. It's a track listing of Muhammad's greatest hits. Oh, um, man. <laughs> guess what? They're all on women. Um, but anyway. Uh, Okay, so we're going to talk about Nietzsche. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that guy? The Nietzsche. The Nietzsche-meister, yeah. yeah. Um, the Nietzsche-meister. The Nietzsche-meister. Do you think... Oh, clearly he not. Called himself but how funny would it be if someone called him Nietzsche-meister? I it bet would be fucking would, hilarious. I don't it think would be he'd so like funny. It. I think he'd be very upset. No, he would stare at them for like a minute <laughs> and then like write a book about it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> This guy kind of didn't like Christianity. I call him Nazi. He didn't. No, you call him Nietzsche because you don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, That's actually a very good point. Yeah. Uh, so this guy had a lot of opinions. He was a very opinionated boy. <laughs> um, one of them was he was actually going to train to be uh, a Lutheran uh, preacher like mm. his father. Right. Um, but somewhere along the way, I guess he kind of lost his path. He uh, uh, studied a little too much philosophy and he started questioning shit too much. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, he started just feeling just uh, weighed down by these imperatives to you know believe in God and you know believe in sal- in salvation and Jesus died for your sins and all this stuff. And he, he kind of starts talking about how uh, this isn't this isn't the kind of like morality that we grew up that w- that like you know was always around, right? Like it it started at a specific point in time, and like people had different types of moralities before that right and so what's to say one is better than the other and he's not saying that like christianity is necessarily like evil uh he kind of has this idea of how christianity kind of embodies this movement of it was the first religion to call things evil uh Mm -hmm. and in a way he kind of in a in a kind of roundabout way he sort of accuses christianity of inventing evil right because before Christianity, his argument is uh, most people sort of they sort of did what they want, but they didn't do it like like wantonly or cruelly necessarily. They just kind of were doing whatever they thought they needed to do to get through the day or whatever. Just right? do it. And, and to kind of achieve whatever power that they could, because everyone is just trying to like strive for like the little bits of power that they can get. That's kind of like his theory. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get like they're trying to get theirs, trying to get their slice uh, because, you know, still trying to find a piece of that apple pie a little bit, because also, like, why not? You know, like, why don't you deserve at least a chance of like going after whatever, like whatever it is you think you want? Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's going to, you know, you know, (laughs) come into conflict with other people's priorities and shit. Morals and standards and values. where, Where are they at? So that's what he's saying. He, the, so he, this is what makes him so important. He's actually one of the first people, really, to kind of talk about how uh, we it it, t- it was taken for granted that there were things like values and morals that were like objective and uh, that were like ordained by God. And you know, uh, if you didn't do this or you did this particular thing, you went to hell, right? You were condemned. Yeah. And if you did this thing, you were like you redeemed and you go to heaven. Right. And it was a way of kind of keeping people in line. He thought of it as just another control system, basically. Um, And uh, what he was kind of trying to say, basically, was that 
around this time this is so back to the god is dead thing that was kind of an entire metaphor of like this is a point in time in the 19th century where people were starting to uh like believe a little less and less in like traditional religious narratives and more kind of focusing on like science and the kind of the cold facts of it and what he saw was that there was this unraveling of our value systems because he was he saw that basically there are all these explanations now for like why this is happening why diseases happen why natural disasters happen yeah. let me ask you something <clears throat> what i was on a roll but what do you think values are real fucking that's actually a good question <laughs> oh <laughs> that's actually a good question yeah, fuck um, yeah bitch so <laughs> yeah i went to virginia commonwealth university what do you think do you think values are real i think so the problem is that you know uh being a human uh you know, uh, hypocrisy is human nature, in my opinion. A little. Not necessarily every single person. Uh, obviously, if you have a certain value system, I'm not saying that you're automatically. What do you hypocrite. mean by hypocrisy? Like you do um, you, you he, do something that that here's what contradicts I, here's what, what your values annoys are? me, Benny boy, mm -hmm. is that there there are people who go on about their religious values. But these guys are the same people who are fucking and sucking all night long. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Like, honestly, it's like uh, uh, whenever I meet a religious person who is like, oh, I'm a virgin. I'm save myself for marriage. I think yeah. that's a little silly, but it's it's way more in line with their belief system than being like, yeah, I'm a Christian. If you're not a Christian, you go to hell. But also I get to go down on my girlfriend, you know, every night or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's well, like, we, we talked about this. We, this. <laughs> like uh, those cut people, it out. Those people who call themselves virgins, but they still they still have anal sex. Well, that's those are those are called Brazilians. <laughs> My point, Ben, is that this whole value <laughs> system. Um, how many people? Or what percentage of people do you think actually keep to what their value system ostensibly is? Uh, nobody. You don't think so? No, I don't think There's anybody be does. One person. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. And I think that's fine. I don't think that necessarily makes him a hypocrite, though. You don't think so? I think no, it makes him a... I think values change. That doesn't make... That don't make you a hypocrite, though. Well, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. forgiving about hypocrisy because I think that it's a very human thing. I mean, how many times have, have you done something and then... Or you're mad stunned for doing something and then an hour later after... You turn around and do the same thing? You realize, oh, right. Okay, so I think... This is maybe like semantics, but I, I think that there's a... I'm uh, anti-semantics. Anti-semantic. <laughs> I just don't think we should do it. That's actually more anti-semitic than... <laughs> Jews love semantics. It's like our favorite thing. You think so? Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you think we're all lawyers? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Look, I've thought that. There's never been a real answer, but I just go, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. We love it. I remember asking my father about this when I was like younger. Father, why are Jews lawyers? <laughs> Did you ask your kind father? Kind of. At your, at your father's lap? Did I, you was, I was at my father's lap, and I asked him about it, and he had a pretty thoughtful answer. What was it? Um, It wasn't... <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Essentially, you it know... It was very insightful and inspiring, and I can't remember for the life of me. You know how me. many times I've asked my father a question... And he's responded in an insightful manner, and I just immediately forget it. <laughs> but I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he had a very interesting point where he was saying that. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. 
All right. I think I think he was saying that a lot of Jewish families in, in America are, are very much about education and very much about uh, you know helping each other out and stuff like that. Sure. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, there's a, yeah. There's also the the they were a, a literary culture very early on. Sure. They also invent- and they kept it around for. They a while. also invented comedy. <clears throat> A little, yeah. I sure. don't get any comedian. I don't know if that's true. I yeah. think there's a lot of people fucking invented comedy, but not the way that you and I do it. Like, like stand-up comedy is a very Jewish thing, and um, whenever there's a, there's a comedian, if they're anti-Semitic, it's like, buddy, come on, you're in the wrong business. It'd be like if you got mad at the Irish people for their fiddle tunes. It's like it's just what you do. <laughs> Irish people play fiddle. Jewish guys are funny. Big deal. Yeah, they're not all funny. I get man, yeah. I a mean, lot of them are funny. Some of them. Netanyahu, are... not very funny. No, he's not very funny. Okay, so l- sorry, we gotta get back. <laughs> like, okay, so this guy. I'm saying God bless the Jews, uh, and you're saying no, but that's okay. Yeah, it's it's funny because like he chose us, but like he's he's not acting like he's blessing us all the time. Um, not always. This kind of kind of feels like a raw deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> Which is surprising because we're supposed to be good at. You can't even. You can't seeing even, a deal bargain yeah, from. A you can't away. even become the fucking uh, Democratic front runner. God, yeah. Which, by the way, thanks, Ben. What is my fault? Thanks for leading us down that road. Down that road? What, what are you talking about? Uh, down that road? You don't want to go down that road? It's Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, he, 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 I don't know what you're even. What point you're even trying to make? The point I'm trying to make to you, Ben, is that we uh, we all trusted Bernie. Did you Sanders. even vote? Of course I voted. <laughs> I went with Avery the first day we could. Oh, well, yeah, because she dragged you probably. Yeah, but I still did it. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, look, we can't talk about the Jews right now. we got to talk about this German guy. Okay. Okay. This German guy who pretends that he's Polish, too, because that's what he writes about in the book. He claims that he's Polish. That's how much he hates Germans. Because he he's born in Germany, he born, says that he's Polish. He says he he's descended from Polish. Was there nobility. a a worldwide what what year is this, Benny? Sorry, when did he write the book? Yeah, uh, eighteen eighty eight. So was there a, uh, an anti German thought around Europe then, or or he just personally did not? No, there was a, a well. I mean, okay, so Germany as a country didn't actually start until eighteen seventy, um, oh, before really? it was a bunch of like city states and shit. Italy's the same way. Yeah, Italy's the same way. Uh, Otto von Bismarck was this guy. He's a German dude who fucking it was oh. Prussian dude who united all these like parts of what we now call Germany and made it into one fucking country. And they got way to go. Re- a, a little. I mean, he kind of kind of caused a lot of shit by doing this. Uh, he, by doing this, basically, Germans got really hyped about it because they were like, "We finally have our own country. This is tight, right?" Uh, and so they immediately started like arming themselves getting like really militaristic getting really proud of themselves because they finally like united and they had this like identity they could latch on to uh but nietzsche kind of saw it as this like blind like lemmings running off a cliff sort of mm-hmm. sort of mentality like these are people who like were looking for something to latch on to for a long time and they found this very artificial thing which he calls nationalism right and saying that they're just l- latching on to this like very contrived idea of nationalism like hey we're german now now we can be proud of something uh and he thought that that was just base and like easy you know that's almost like cowboys fans (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically cowboys fans are like the the germans 
<laughs> of the NFL. You're saying that the Nazis are America's team. <laughs> I mean, what you're saying. It's looking like it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Nietzsche actually fucking hated this, uh, and that's why it's incredibly ironic that he his whole fucking shit was co-opted. Um, but okay. So in the book that he wrote about himself, right? First of all, I have to read these like chapters. All right. So there's basically only four chapters in the book. Okay. Yeah. The first chapter is called "Why I Am So Wise." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay Frederick. You, way to stroke your own ego. <laughs> yeah, right come on. The second chapter is why I am so clever. The next one is why is my dick so big? <laughs> the third chapter is why I write such excellent books. And then that chapter is divided into every single book that he wrote, and he just talks about how awesome it is. What the? F- <laughs> ben, this is your boy? This is your okay, fucking... A little, because this guy's... This guy... It's really hard to explain. It's really it's he one of the weirdest. He sounds like the Miles Davis of philosophy. Yeah, Miles he, Davis yeah. was always talking about how great he was. That's actually and the he actually fucking was. So it's like, and this guy kind of was at philosophy. He yeah. wasn't great at fucking <laughs> getting a girlfriend. He wasn't great at like not being sick. Uh, he wasn't great at not being co-opted by Nazis. But he was good at this. <laughs> Imagine being good at that. <laughs> like I don't even know. Most of us be. are like s- about seven billion of us are. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> but um he he was he was a very good writer he had he he had this fucking laser type insight into something that no one had seen before He's got a laser which is basically all of the value systems that we kind of took for granted are not based on anything objective or uh or permanent and so he says well we can take advantage of this and really kind of like look into what kind of values we we think we should have okay mm. and that doesn't mean go out and just like you know rape and pillage and whatever do whatever you want uh it's it's more like you know be conscious of like uh you know what 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 do you hold dear to your heart you know in terms of like the ideals that you want to uh define yourself by and so one of the things that he talks about so and he's obviously like no one's going to fucking name these chapters uh this and not have kind of a sense of humor about this. He he knew. Oh, he's been he knew silly. what he was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he knew that this was gonna maybe piss some people off, but the, like in guy, the right eyes. You never think about him as having a sense of humor. He's actually really funny. He's very funny. Huh? It's just he's 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 a he's a bit of a Mullen type kind of guy. Yeah. To be honest, if I could reference like a ex local comic, he sings songs about fucking his dad. I mean, no, but he might have. Might want to come. He did like his. He did like his dad a lot. Um, (laughs) um, Oh, let me read this one. This one thing. I don't think anyone that podcast likes their dad. He's well. Here's the thing. His so his dad died when he was a kid. Nice. uh, And so he was raised by his mother, grandmother, and sister, uh, and they were very overbearing, and he hated them. So he has this. (laughs) He hated them. So he's got this one line where he goes, uh, let's see, if I search for the most shocking contrast to myself, the unfathomable, unfathomable pettiness of the instincts, I always find my mother and sister. To believe myself kindred to such bitches would Jesus. be blaspheming my divinity. The hell? So he, 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 like, he didn't really have a... I think the, the main thing with this guy is he didn't really have a, uh, a strong like, <laughs> male... 
Romeo father figure. To yeah. Find <laughs> yeah. So he had to find himself. Yeah, basically. He had to find himself. Um, and he. This was at a time Sisters where. can be so mean. Did you have a sister growing <laughs> up? Yeah. Was she very mean to you? No, I'm the oldest. Oh. Well, never mind. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess. What did your sister do to you, other than other than paint you as a Nazi? Okay, look. <laughs> I'm not saying this like me and my brother were very cool to my sister because we weren't. Yeah. But my sister was so mad at me all the time growing up. She was just so pissed off all the time. Well, I, I wonder if that's a sister thing or if it's just an older sibling thing. Because I tormented my I, brother. I guess, but, you know, my, my friend Brian, his sister was mean to him, too. So case closed. Okay. I got to tell you this one story. Uh, this girl I dated in college. Um, Who? Uh, her name is Rachel. You don't know her. <laughs> How come I never met Rachel? She sounds nice. Well, yeah, she was a senior and I was a sophomore. So were you cool. ashamed? No, she was out of shit. Oh, um, but I did go to her house one time, uh, and she and her like so she was like twenty one at the time, and her brother was like thirteen, but as her her brother was like as tall as she was almost right. Of course, uh, but. <laughs> They got into some kind of argument while I was like there at their house. I was like meeting her parents and shit. Oh shit! And she beat the shit out of her little brother really? in front of me, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Even though he, was he bigger? I mean, no, he wasn't bigger. He's about the same size. See, me and he my said s- something really mean to her. I can't remember what it okay. was. Well, then yeah, yeah, something that like set her off, and she just fucking wailed on him. So my sister and I just watched. My I was sister, like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that rules. You're just watching. Yeah, go, baby. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> My sister and I, uh, are you leaving? Lando's leaving us. Lando, appreciate Lando's you coming go. out. Sorry to keep a, you so long, man. Do you have a final message uh, for, the, for the people? Sorry? Do you have a final message for the people before you leave? About sisters, maybe? I can't think of anything, bro. I can't think of anything. That's it's fine. fine, too. You know yeah. what? That's fine, I would want to leave with some news that they can use, and I don't want to do a Pat Dean here. Wait a minute. <laughs> bullshit. What? Have a great set? <laughs> that's what I call a Pat Dean. Make everyone laugh and forget the troubles. That's what I, that's what I call a Pat Dean. <laughs> Lando, it's good to have you, man. Applause for Thanks for sitting in, Lando dude. Lando Shepard. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. See you soon. Uh, but we yeah, are doing this at 11 at night. And that's he is the thing. Father, is so. that like, I, I feel like me and my sister didn't get along until I was big enough to win in fights. And after that, we were cool. And we we're very good friends. But for a very long time, uh, my sister was, you know, older than me and my brother, so mm. she could beat us up. And then she went to college and came back one day to and hang out. And she was out. like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. And I was like, holy shit. Like, my, my buddy Brian, uh, he has uh, two, two very young kids. Mm-hmm. I think they're like six and four. Yeah. And the six-year-old is, is, has not quite figured out that her younger brother is bigger than her. And he okay. has, he's a big little boy. Sure. His name's also Patrick, and he rolls. They both <laughs> roll. But I feel Wait, like... Sorry, sorry. So the, the older sister... Is smaller is than, smaller the, younger than the younger brother. And I think that... Which is kind of unusual, I think. But the um, what's going to happen eventually is she's going to realize, oh shit, Patrick is bigger than me. I can't be, the, I can't be as bossy as I am right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wait, but does does uh, what's his name Patrick know that he's bigger? Patrick, does he I don't know think, that he's bigger. No, I don't think he realizes yet. Okay, so will. she has to take advantage of that for as long as she yeah, can. Yeah, dude. Because like I said, <laughs> until it happened, my sister was pretty uh, 
kind of laid down the law, but now... Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I stopped beating up my brother when he got bigger than me. Yeah, and then you just go, oh, shit, I guess I can't do this yeah. anymore. He yeah. also, like, worked out, and he's, like, he's actually, like, kind of buff. Really? Yeah, Davey? he's, like, yeah, he's, like, muscular. <laughs> he's also, but he's also, like, a, uh... And I'm just a slug. So, like, I can't beat him up. He yeah, would destroy me. Yeah, but, he, but he's, a, he's an incompetent doctor. Incompetent? Yeah. Well, God, if he's incompetent... <laughs> I'm also just assuming... <laughs> But it's like the, he's he's a plastic surgeon, so it's like the worst thing to be incompetent. He's a plastic surgeon? Yeah, he's a plastic surgeon. I told you this. I thought he was like an emergency room doctor. Well, no, that's where he's doing his residency, but he's like his specialization is plastic surgery. He's gonna make so much money. I'm gonna ask him for so much money when I'm older. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you, you absolutely should. He's gonna be so rich. It's awesome. <laughs> Fuck, my brother is like he does like uh like in California. He's a plastic surgeon <sighs> in California. <laughs> My brother's like an engineer for like a music studio. You think I'm asking that guy for money? <laughs> I'm asking my sister's children for money. <laughs> hey, Ryan, give me 30 bucks. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> hey, Grace, I need $45. Well, this is Grace How about do. I give you $45 and change and you give me $600? $600. And she'll go, of course, Uncle Pat. Then I'll just leave. Just yeah. fucking. And she'll be like, I hope I see you again soon, but I don't know when I will. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I just pop into their lives every once in a while, cause havoc and leave. Yeah. I, I, I just have uh, two insane weeks in their lives every three years. <laughs> and then I just leave. <laughs> and then like the three years in between, they just hope you're okay. <laughs> God, those kids are going to hope I'm okay. Multiple times. Yeah. Well, at least they're, at least they're there to hope for that. So what's the point? How? Do, what do we? Um... What is the point? Okay. So let me just fucking summarize this book. This guy. Uh, he is the. He's the most difficult person you could ever meet. All right. It doesn't help that he happens to be brilliant. He wrote ben a book. Nietzsche. He wrote a book. <laughs> Thank you. He wrote a book called Ece Homo, which is a. <laughs> Barely concealed dig at Jesus Christ. Uh, he's sort of compa- comparing himself to him. Uh, the the chapters, oh, the last chapter, the fourth chapter. So remember, there's why I am so wise, why I am so clever, why I write such excellent books. And then the last chapter is uh, why I am destiny. What? <laughs> the last chapter is called why I am destiny. And some some translations have has have translated it as why I am, why this is awesome why I am a fatality. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mortal Kombat, uh, and basically the underlying theme of the whole book is basically it's his like it's his last it's sort of like his last will and testament of what his actually actual philosophy is, and it's basically this it's uh be be who you are no matter what. Uh, fuck yeah! Yeah, be who you are, no matter what. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of the themes that he keeps covering in the book is uh, how guilt is poison, resentment is poison. Um, how the the only way to live a quote unquote happy life. First of all, he doesn't believe most philosophers, uh, at least like ethical philosophers or people who kind of deal with like what the meaning of life is. Yeah. They're trying to find out how to be happy. And Nietzsche was the first one and probably one of the only ones to really kind of say the point of life is not to be happy. 
Like, we got to stop thinking that. What do you mean? It's uh, Happiness is this ideal that we all think we should strive to. But he doesn't say... He, he says that that's a lie, just like anything else is a lie. Uh, the point of life is to live it. And sometimes you're just going to be fucking miserable. But, you know, you you let that become a part of you without it defining you. You accept it as part of yourself. Uh, and he kind of... He, he, That's he, interesting. He references, like, a lot of his life, which is, like, he was fucking rejected by this woman he loved three different times. He had violent illnesses, like, several times. <laughs> that Oh, yeah, what a loser. Yeah, that, that fucking... But, I mean, like, yeah, but is he a loser? Because, like, it's not his fault, you know? He had... The syphilis is his fault a little bit, but... <laughs> But oh, yeah. but he also had like he suffered from like debilitating migraines. He had these gastrointestinal problems. Uh, he had uh, he had he suffered from like bouts of like nearsightedness where he was like blind for a few weeks. Wow. Every once in a while. Um, he like ha- had a lot. Of, he had he had health problems. Um, and <laughs> did he have a heart problem? I don't think he had a heart problem, but. He has health problems. He has health problems. Um, <laughs> uh, but he 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 fucking overcame them in his own way. He doesn't write a lot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and a good day to you, sir. Um, he. I was just watching that movie last night. It never is never. It never gets old. That's a good movie. Um, but basically, he talks about how like. Where's the car, you little shithead? <laughs> Look at your dick off, Larry. Look at your dick off, Larry. (laughs) Okay, so just to wrap it up, he basically is just saying, like, look, fucking life is a monster. It's just a fucking monster. Yeah, dude. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes you luck out. I think think, uh, a lot of the times it's awesome. The thing about life is that I feel like about, honestly, I feel like about 40% of it is, like, traveling. Or waiting. Waiting or traveling. Yeah. So the remaining 60%, if 30% of that is good, I feel like that's pretty good. I mean, Am yeah, I that's fine. No, because, like, who are you comparing it to? Or what standard are you comparing it to? I don't fucking know. Well, exactly. Like, who's who, who who's going to come in and say 30%? No, that's way too low. Like, why do you get to say that? You know? Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Like why? How do you know it's supposed to be more than thirty percent happiness, and forty percent waiting? I'm just assuming. And twenty percent whatever. There's a lot of waiting. There is a ton of waiting, right? So, but, but what Nietzsche's basically saying is he's just saying like, <clears throat> it's very hard to. It's I don't know. It's hard to put back into words after reading it. But like some of the shit he says, like here, look, let me see if I can find just one thing. Uh, he just has these like little like notes about like how he like, lived his life. One of the thing he ta- one of the things he talks about is uh let me see he talks about like resentment. One of the things that he comes he keeps coming back to is like resentment. Resentment is one of the uh the worst feelings to have. Yeah, it's also the it, most It's it's a terrible feeling to go man that should have been me. You know? Right. That's what he's saying. So he's saying so he used to like he used to think that way a lot, so that's why he kind of gets pegged as like a, a pessimistic oh. philosopher. Oh, he loves getting pegged. I mean, he might, and he might fucking. I mean, you're one to talk, but he. <laughs> 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 I've learned but, a lot about myself. I know, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
Sometimes people like getting pegged. <laughs> Never mind. Man, I had such a. Uh. It's all right. Um, but like, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's kind of. It, I think sex rules. Sex does rule. I know that you have a problem with it, but I, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I, my problem is that I love it too much, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's it's he's kind of just saying like, look, you're not a bad. Basically. What he's kind of saying is, like, I fucking, like, I know I suck, but I'm not a bad person. <laughs> and, like, I get to enjoy my life just as much as anyone else, even though it's weird as fuck. Sure. Uh, like, he has this whole chapter where he talks about how he doesn't drink tea past a certain time because it fucks, it fucks him up. And he what? never he never drinks alcohol. Uh, he hates German food. Uh, and he says that the best cuisine is uh, what people cook in mountain ranges. Like he's he's one of these he's just, he he's one of these fucking autistically like brilliant people. Wow. Right. Uh, and he's just saying like, look, life is like an insane thing, and like we're never gonna get it again. And use every bit of it, even if it is painful, because pain pain is just as valuable. Uh, it it makes you who you are. Uh, it gives you perspective. It pain lets is you... incredibly important. Yeah. I mean, and this guy experienced a lot of pain. I would be nowhere if it wasn't for pain. None of us would be. Yeah. We've all experienced pain, and it's made us who we are. You... It's damaged us, but it's also made us who we are. For real. Yeah. And so he's just, like, the first one to acknowledge that, where every other philosopher is like, no, if you, like, you know, follow the categorical imperative and, like, you know, pursue, uh, uh, like, pleasure or, like, excellence or whatever the fuck, like, abstract ideal, Nietzsche just goes, like, no. Just fucking <laughs> look. Your life is like what you get, uh, and just like make it yours, and make it yours by accepting what it is. Don't try to like change shit that you can't control, and fucking smile as often as you can while you plot revenge. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of fucking tight. So you're saying <laughs> he's just he's just smile a... at the world while preparing to kill them. Yeah, if you have to. Heard. Because you might have to. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm cool with that, I guess. Ben, I feel like we've learned a lot today. Yeah, I mean, I think this was a pretty good one. We learned so much. I hope, that I our, hope Lando walked away with We learned so much that our guest left. <laughs> I guess he has to wake up early. No, I know. And he ha- yeah, he has rugs. a family. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Lando, the rug uh, sucker, Shepard. Is it the rug sucker? The rug sucker. He signs up for the open mic under the name Lando the Rug Sucker Shepherd. Also, back in the day when he was still drinking, he some like one time he was talking to me and he was like, or I saw him like, I like posted the open mic list a few years ago at the Valve, and he was like, I didn't get on, and I was like, you didn't sign yeah, up. Yeah, he told me that. And he goes, Yeah, I, I've been sending emails, and I'm like, There's no email address. So Lando <laughs> was trying to sign up for the Velveeta Room for like several months by just emailing some fucking random person. Who probably was like, I don't know how to respond to this, so never responded. You've that's never how you how you've signed up for the mic there, but whatever. I know, no, I never have. There was that one. Remember that uh, like forum you had to sign up for? When Dana, oh, with when Dana, Dana yeah, still of course, ran yeah, it. Yeah. God, that was a long time ago. Anyway, that's pretty much it. He also uh, mm-hmm. thought that he was a reincarnation of Julius Caesar, Alexander, and uh, the god Dionysus. What? Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, I don't think literally, but he was like, I. <laughs> he would dig, use that persona? Yeah. Dionysus was the 
Greek god of wine and um, debauchery. <laughs> Man, you know what? And, fre- look, and frenzied states. Look, I get that, like, you know, everyone in Italy is going to die from coronavirus or whatever. But I Dude, was... they have, like, the most outside of China. It's crazy. It's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I'll say this about those fucking Italians. Fucking spaghetti slurping, corona, Those spaghetti coronavirus slurping, having, <laughs> coronavirus having, multiple god having, fucking pieces of shit. Those guys fucking know how to live, man. Yeah, food wise. Oh yeah, Nietzsche lived a lot of his time, a lot of his time, a lot of his like last years in Italy, because he renounced his German sh- citizenship and was actually technically a refugee for like twenty years of his twenty years of his life. Huh. He was a stateless person. Well, which is kind of tight. Big deal. I guess. Well, do you have final thoughts on this guy? I mean, those were the final thoughts. I just oh. said them. <laughs> well, fair enough. Folks, uh, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, go ahead and follow us on. We have all have various social media presences, Ben. I, I, yeah. I do consider us as uh, influencers at this point. Oh, uh, no, we're creators now. That's what they're called. I saw John Raven's fucking post about, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, so you can find. <laughs> you us. just rolled your eyes. And well, went. I didn't know what I didn't know what you were trying to say, so <laughs> I just went stupid. I I get that. I deserve yeah, that. That's okay. Um, at Pat Dean on Twitter. P a t d e n. At Dean Man P on IG. D e a n m n m n. Fuck. I'll get it. I'll get it. Just not today. <laughs> ben is at Gristle Porn on both platforms. G s t l e. So go ahead and follow us on those things. You can write a five-star review on iTunes if you feel brave. If you're feeling froggy. If you're feeling froggy, go ahead and leap, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, as always, my friends, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. The sea is a bastard. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Straight to hell. And uh, here is... You know what? Here's Metallica. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go with Metallica. I've listened to so much Metallica lately. That's cool. Here's my favorite Metallica song. Okay. The Master of Puppets album. Before I was born. Release the bats now. <laughs>